It's the Brew Ha Ha Podcast. We are going to be joined by Tara Nuren calling in to discuss the economic report recently on beer and spirits. Just a reminder that the Brew Ha Ha is brought to you by the Russian River Brewing Company, Poppy Bank Epicenter, and the Victory House at Poppy Bank Epicenter. Tara, welcome back Tara. to the Drive Brew Ha Ha. Hey, y'all. How's hey. it going? How's it over there in Joysy City? Well, I'm in Philly right now, and it was like... Oh. 70 degrees or something. What? And, you know. It's like it's 41 not here. In February. It's 40, really? like 41 degrees here, and there's snow on the, like, like vineyard mountains. So, you know, <laughs> I have a very funny segue to what we're going to talk about based on that. It has become a cold day in hell because in the spirits in the beer world because um, spirits, for the first time ever, replaced beer. They took over as the holding the majority of the market share when it comes to dollars um, for the first time. So what does that mean in, in regular people speak? Um, forever, Americans spent more money as a whole on beer than they did on wine or spirits. And then as of um, 2022, last year, for the first time, Americans now spend more money on spirits than they do on beer just by a tiny, tiny bit. But it was enough for the spirit um, people to make gloat. a big deal about it. <laughs> yeah, gloat, basically. Now, the caveat here is that the beer people are, you know, understandably pouting a bit, saying not all the beer numbers have come in yet, um, and that beer is still ahead on volume. But, um, yeah, you know, people who... It, it made a, it made some noise last week, including um, I wrote a story about it for Wine Mag, which is why you've asked me to talk about it, or for Wine Enthusiasts. Um, so th- that story is in Wine Enthusiast magazine for those who want to go take a look at it? It is. It's on the website, winemag.com. What's it called? It's uh, So Wine Enthusiasts' website is winemag.com. No, the article, so when they, they go to Google it. Oh, yeah, you could just Google my wide mag and, like, uh, Nurin, and it'll come up second. So, N-U-R-I-N. Um, yes. It's called Move Over Beer. Spirits are now alcohol's biggest money, U.S. moneymaker. Now, do you think that's attributed yeah. to, the, like, the, I mean, because a bottle of spirits obviously is pricey. And then also I was looking at, like, everybody and their grandmother doing during the worst of the pandemic were making cocktails at home and doing yep. Zoom happy hour, like, which we even did. Um, so do you think people just kind of continually stocked up their home bars or what's going on? Yeah. So good question. It's, it's all of those things and more. And I find this so interesting. So yeah, pandemic, people got into making cocktails at home and, um, buying nice spirits, you know, high end spirits to do so because they weren't spending any money to go out. So yeah, people got used. To, or got kind of more acquainted with spirits who weren't into it before, and they haven't stopped spending um, high dollar on that. But this has been sort of creep. Spirits have been creeping up on beer for the past 13 years, so it definitely predates the pandemic. Um, two of the big reasons for that. One, and remember again, before I say what I'm about to say, we're only talking about dollar share, right? Not volume share. Okay. So, Premiumization is such a key word in the liquor industry these days because people are spending more and more and more. It's, it's like they're, the, the catchphrase is um, drinking better, not more, right? So they're spending, they're plopping 100 bucks down on a luxury bottle of tequila. But the other thing that doesn't get talked about as much 
is that previous generations really just kind of stuck with their drink, right? You know, you'd be like a like a, a whiskey blend <laughs> yep. guy, exactly. Scotch right? and water. For Linda, I was just I was thinking before um, I called in, like, oh my god, what if we were only like wine people or only beer people? How sad that would be, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm an equal opportunity now, drinker myself. <laughs> exactly, and so you know, most young most people younger than baby boomers are now and so you know whereas they they might have bought like a six-pack or a case or whatever of your Bud Light back in the day and that would be it now they'll buy you know a case of beer and a bottle of whatever and I've got this great quote in the story oops I had it pulled up and I lost it give me one sack um, and it's, uh, it's basically exactly what you were saying which is well, I can't find it, but basically, like, it's a lot easier. Shoot, nope. Oh, I really want to find it. The other thing, while I'm looking for it, is oh, here it is. Okay, it's not, it's hard for a ten dollar six pack of beer to compete in dollar share with a hundred dollar bottle of luxury tequila, right? So, like, we're buying a variety of things now, but the hundred dollar bottle of tequila is going to outspend the ten dollar six pack. And the and the last reason. I want to, the last um, thing I want to bring up as a reason for this is um, ready to drink beverages are so hot right now. Even like hard teas and hard sodas that haven't been popular in a while. And most of the ones that cost more and the ones that people are starting to buy more and more and more are spirit based ready to drink. Um, so that's giving more dollar share than ever before to um, spirits as opposed to malt-based ready-to-drink. We have a brewer actually in studio here with us, Mike Schnebeck uh, from Fort Point Brewery and Cidery. Do you have any thoughts on the, on this? I mean, I mean, I, I know this isn't great news for a brewer, <laughs> but right. what are your thoughts? Because, I mean, this can go up and down, I guess, right? Well, again, we got to remember, we're talking dollars here. We're right. not talking volume, we're right. talking dollars. And mm-hmm. we're talking a $10 four-pack of beer versus a $100 bottle of tequila. So there are things in in play here that are beyond just simply beer versus liquor. I'm going to open a crack open a cider at the wall before yeah, he exactly. tells us. Yeah, exactly. I think we're, we're well aware of the, uh, the rise of RTD. Um, you've kind of seen that in parallel with hard seltzer. And, um, yeah, it's, it's been popular, but, um, I don't know, to me, the differentiation in price can be a positive for beer. I think a lot of people appreciate the accessibility and affordability of beer. So I kind of consider the strength, you know, of the market, but yeah, in terms of dollars, of course, if you're measuring well, it Well, and the key it's... word you just said is accessibility. Mm-hmm. I think far more people can afford right. a decent beer than a fine, fine bottle of liqueur. Yeah. Although exactly. you can always chase a shot with a beer. That's yeah, true. Totally. There's room for everyone at the table. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that is the classic. Can't we all just get along? <laughs> the classic is what a shot of Jameson chased with a Guinness back, right? <laughs> all right. Tara Nuren, who's got an article in Wine Enthusiast magazine entitled, Move Over Beer, Spirits Are Now Alcohol's Biggest U.S. Moneymaker. Thank you for joining us on The Drive Brouhaha. Thanks, y'all. Talk and again soon. And she'll be here oh, yeah. um, with Natalie on March 24th um, during the, the Younger. the Younger release. Yep, and yep. she's going to be doing a book signing at the California Craft Brewers Association um, the few days before that. And uh, Natalie might be signing some books with her since she's in the book, too. All right, Tara, we will see you soon. 
Thanks. Bye. Thanks again.